This is Comet Picks by The Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hello, Jason Glick. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Just, uh, let's see, just taking a nice, relaxing e- evening here. It's like, and just, and also, and you know, just like, just taking it, taking in everything that's been, that's been happening, especially like the um, big news about um, Lucasfilm and Disney today, which won't affect this week's podcast, but will certainly affect next next week's. Oh yeah. Kay. So reserve the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because this this week's though, it's like I. As I said last week, I'm talking about um, one of my it's like one of my favorite web comics, like this is one of the, one of the ones, few ones that I still follow regularly, and that is the Order of the Stick. Mm. Now, before I get into this, um, talking about the series proper, I just want to extend a uh, my, my best wishes and hope for a speed for a speedy and um, well speedy and great recovery for its creator, Rich Berlue, who was involved in, in an accident a couple weeks back. Mm. Uh, he has been unable to. Like to, to um do anything regarding regarding this trip for the last couple of weeks is the in, injuries to his to his right hand. Wow. So we just want to um basically like uh, he, he had a bad bad uh, is involved in a bad auto accident. So I just so like he's I understand he's he's um, recovery's progressing at pace, but you know just just want to let the man know that take take as much time as you need because because based on the way the series has turned out so far, we just want to make sure you're alive and well to make to um to finish it off. Yeah, please finish it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we want to see the end. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> In, indeed, exactly. But um, but let me tell you what the order of the, the order of the stick is. The order of the stick is basically um like um, it's just like it's a one level. It's basically a satire of um, all the uh, rules of um Dungeons and Dragons. It takes place in a, in a world where all the rules of 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 D and D are in effect. Basically, the point where people have people actually like take ranks in like. Talk about how they take they take ranks and spot bluff, uh, appraise ancient artifacts, or um, like like um, gather gather knowledge, or um, move move silently, and um and, and they gain gain levels as well. It's, this isn't ha- this isn't handled like extremely on the nose, but it's but it's also but it's constantly there in the background. We're constantly reminded of it, but at the same time though, it's also a uh, a very well developed fantasy story about these characters who. Uh, who are on this quest? Who are on a quest to uh, you know save the world from this from this like um great destructive evil? Now, granted, this doesn't sound like a um like a like like a particularly original original tale uh, tale tell in this case. But as as is the case with you know these kinds of stories, it's all it's all in the telling, the characters, the setup, the long term planning that that really that really makes it work. Now. But the worst thing that can be said about this about this series is that it starts off, you know, in an extremely nerdy fashion. And you've got, um, we're, I mean, like, like Berlou didn't in, exactly intend for the series to be like the uh, like like the main draw for his site. I and mean, as he mentioned in the in, in this, one of his commentaries for the first um, collected volume, like this, he wanted to you know do a site to talk about like uh, gaming, like um, gaming stuff. But and uh, and, the, and the comic would just be like you know kind of like a nice background feature to it. Turns out the comic, comic became what, like easily the most popular um, feature on his site, and eventually like, um, became the driving force um, that, it, that it is today. Like I mean, I I've never read anything. I mean, to be honest, I've never read any um, of his gaming articles on his site. I've just only reason I go to his site is for the Order of the Stick. Now, the series basically is focused on the the exploits of a part of your party of six six adventurers. You've got the leader, um, Roy Greenhilt, who is the fighter. Um, Tia Haley, the uh, like the ro- like um, the rogue who is um, always who's like a gre- greedy, greedy thief with a 
with um, like like a heart of uh, at least uh you know like at least like um low quality gold. And um, you've got um, Alan the Bard, who's who's basically the uh, who um who basically you know like so it's the embodiment of the thing that somewhere a village is without its idiot. Um, he's he he starts off as a as a bard, but then eventually become, he gains an upgrade to being to a prestige class as a dashing swordsman. And then you've also got the team's magic user, Vars- Varsuvius, an an elf of indeterminate gender, who basically handles all the heavy spell casting, is prone to extremely verbose um, extrapolations of his spells abilities. You got Durkon Thundershield, the dwarf cleric, who, who for a lo- for most of the time is kind of the series straight man, except when he's um like professing his um, love, love of beer, uh, beer, Thor, and also uh, advocating the fact that the trees are constantly out to get us all. So, because like you know, like dwarves, dwarves live underground, and like you know, I've got the tree roots like I'm constantly encroaching on their, it's like on their territory. And um, see, last last but not least is um is Belkar, the uh, like the halfling, like see the halfling ranger, and like and a complete utter psychotic. He's out. Th- he's he's in here just to, just to, like see how see how many um, people he can he can kill throughout the uh, like throughout the adventure, and um, like what would be to anyone who gets gets in his way, even though he's about you know three and a half feet tall. Now, the series begins with them just you know dropped into an indiscriminate dungeon and um, talking about the um, the advent of the uh, of D and D's um, three um, three point five edition edition rules. Now, ser- now. I will say the series um, has a very high barrier to entry um, for 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 the casual fan because basically, if you're not um, familiar with um, like like D and D, I mean to be honest, like I somehow somehow it might surprise you all to know that I managed to go go through just about all my adult life without like like um, by completing an entire campaign of D and I've actually I've played some like you know like in the last I played a, I've been involved in a few on um, parties for the la- over the last couple of years but never actually completed anything and I managed to make it through all my teens without doing any serious um, R- um, pen and paper RPG stuff as well shocking I know but um, I still have enough familiarity to to know what they talk about when they say you've got oh it's like to talk about when like they're they're making the, everyone's trying to make their a move silently check and they're saying oh I got a twenty one I got a twenty three I got a nineteen and then one guy yells out hey I got a four. I mean, I know that, that means hey, he missed his check, and that's how it's going to manif- That's how it's going to be represented in the it's like in the game world. But that's the kind of um, that's the kind of storytelling we're getting. You get with the um first the first volume, which is um, um, which is called um dungeon crawling rules. I mean, it's 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 really it's good um joke telling based on the uh, on the D and D rules, but still requires some sort of um familiarity with it in order to get. It's like, like in order to, um, to like you know to get most of what's going on, but at the same time though, um, Berlou still uh, demonstrates that he's that um you know it's like the emphasis is going to be on the characters rather than just you know jokes at the expense of D and D. We get um we're introduced to some of the series main main plot visitations by his um let's see by his um source by his um by his wizard the. The ghost of his wizard father, who who can't stand the fact that his son became a fighter, someone who hits things with a sword, when he himself was a was a great was a great wizard who could control the very very um my um magics of creation itself, and um and also like um then and also like um hate, and 
the normal minor things, just Haley's um like constant, I constant thirst, thirst for gold. Elon's incorrigible um stupidity. Um, Varsuvius's just you know like over verboseness, and um and well but we also get we're also told about the um the main conflict of the series. It's like the first one basically interests the two main uh, threads of conflict. There's the Linear Guild, which is basically on um, the team set of evil doppelgangers led by um, Elon's um, evil twin brother, Nale. You know he's evil because he's... Because not only is he um, intelligent, smart, and cunning, he also has a goatee. And that's that's dead, give, dead giveaways. Any... It's like, is any... Um, like, um, hu- it's any huge nerd will know. So... But... Um, and also, um, through the... Uh, like, through the machinations of... Um, of what is collectively called Team Evil. Um, there's Zykon the Lich, who is... Um, Basically, um, who's responsible for the death of um, Roy's, of the like of of um the, the uh, sorcerer who taught Roy's Roy's father and how he swore a blood oath and now this blood oath has basically passed on to Roy himself. Um, it's like um Red Cloak, the uh, like the magically empowered leader of the like of, of of goblins and what is known as the Thing in the Darkness. We don't know what he is, but he's mean. But no, no, he's not mean. He's he's big. He's powerful, and he's got the um, innocence and intellect of a of a of a, of a child. So, so you've got these people who are the, like these um, evil doers who are just, who are stuck in the who are in the dungeon and um, trying to figure out what they can use this gate um, in the in the dungeon. The wizard um, known, known as Dorokon has um to steal up for them. Now, this now the first volume does a good job of like you know setting up this stuff and just you know. Yeah, at the same time, you know, this if they it's it's a nice it's a fun little dungeon crawl, you know, the stuff that that stuff that D and D stuff has been based based upon, and it's and it's a fairly self contained story in and of itself. But you know, once things get um, past that, then we get then we start getting a lot, lot more depth to it. We start um find we start seeing um you know why these people would stick together, like why the order would stick together rather than just you know go their separate ways as soon as See as soon as um see as soon as the dungeon has been cleared, um they've taken. We also get like more it's like more depth to like more to, like to their characters like Roy who is just like constant. He's basically like for a fighter he's got a huge he's got a really high intelligence score and so he is like thoroughly uh, uh just just like um, annoyed and distressed at like, at having to put up with with Elon at all these times and he and at one point. In, in the second volume, when Elon is kidnapped by some village by some bandits, where basically says, "Hey, you know, that's fine. Good riddance to him." And then, but then, like as the rest of the team is basically try- plotting to uh, rescue him, where he eventually re- realizes that, oh, you know, it's like, no, it's like I'm lawful good. I can't just like you know let this guy go. Like I can't, even though he's annoying as annoying as hell. It's like I've got, like, I've still got a duty to the greater good in order, in order to, re- to rescue him. So it's and it's like character growth like that. As well as also finding out that Haley is like, well, even though she, she's extremely greedy, she's also like um, busy collecting lots of gold in order to um, free her free her dad, who has been um, trapped in a uh, in like in a prison in a in a in a far away country. And also the fact that um, Suvius, um, the elf of inter- indeterminate gender, has actually been married with kids for for several years, but is now has basically been journeying throughout the world on a quest for ultimate power. And also Durkon, he's been and um, it's like. It, it's like even though it's like he's he's a dutiful son of like um follower of the follower of the um of Thor. It's like he he's been he wants to um he's been sent out into the world in order 
like learn more about humans and only be come back when people when his knowledge has been when um when he's been when he's been sent when he's been asked for by the by the high priest. So it's like it's and then so like basically with volume two, um, no cure for the paladin blues. We get so we start getting a lot more depth to this to the story, and we find out that it's not just about about you know like um stupid jokes about rules. Of course, there's there's still plenty of those, and they're funny, but also just like you know like like the emphasis. The emphasis on character that um, that was shown in the first volume really starts to um, pay pay off here, especially when we meet um, um, Miko Miyazaki, the uh, paladin. Who you know, well, paladins are like you know lawful good um, characters who are just like, but also can be viewed as like like horrible rules lawyers who are just basically intent on finding the uh, like the, uh, the technicalities in in every law and instead of like adhering to the spirit of, of things. You know, just like saying, like, oh, you must adhere to this law, even though it's like, completely unjust, rather than saying, you know, this law is kind of unjust. Maybe you should change it. And uh, her story um, goes on to provide one of the, um, one of the best part, one of the, some of the most shocking moments in the, in the course of the series. But as it goes on, I mean, the series like basically develops into it. Basically, I mean, the story keeps, keeps um, gaining momentum and depth, like, especially through volume, volume two when we find find out the um, true nature of the conflict. These gates that are set up around the world that um, Zykon and Red Cloak are trying to take over, it's like they, they actually control like this um, multi, this, um, this, this, um, this dimension-rending um, terror called the Scrawl, called, called the Snarl, which also, like, as, as Berlou explains in his commentaries, is a, um, is a really um, interesting metaphor for, uh, for game, game drama. Basically, like, you know, the the kind of drama that lurks that that all pe- that all gaming groups will have, you know, um, that but they have to like actually like you know like um, um, sublimate in order to um, have a in order to have a good set good gaming session. Now, it's like and it's like and as good as volume three is volume volume two is volume three gets even better because we get because we get to see the um the throwdown between because not only do we, do we see the rematch between um the linear guild as well as the uh so as well as um nale um like um imperson- like um replacing placing elon in a um in a devi in a devious scheme and also um and also the culmination of um nale and of um nale and holly and um haley's romance which is done because which is done in a brilliant um like brilliant Brilliant setup as um as he as, he, as um Ilan is like filled with doubt as he's you know just going to dashing swordsman in order to save save the woman he loves but his brother is like busy like trying to scheme against them but you know, that's kind of the beauty of this series cause, like um Brulu is extremely good at setting up these great moments like these these just like I'm um, real like wow god damn it it's like it's like I knew I was like you know it's like I knew it was coming but wow it still managed to be surprising and awesome any. Anyway, um, like like the uh, like um, um Haley regaining her use of her um, proper you, Haley regaining the use of proper speech is one such moment, but um volume three also has the fall fall of M- Miko Miyazaki, which is still like a um um so it's still like a I guess really disturbing sentence that you know she's that you know like she's not a bad person, but she's but she's such such an adherent. To the rules and the technicalities that she can't see, you know what's actually going on right here. So, so her fall is like truly um, jaw dropping. And, and the thing is, like you know, and I don't think I've mentioned this is that all this is done through um like you no know, really well defined stick 
like um, character. I mean, like Berlu style. I mean, the reason it's called Order of the Stick isn't just because in the uh, the um the print only um the special print only edition called the Order of the um on the origin of PCs that um, um they were just like what like after everyone had had um they they formed the party they were just saying like well we need to find a kind of good name. It's like, you know, they're just throwing out names like that. Roy is just saying, oh, this is terrible. Like, why don't we just call ourselves like, we just call ourselves like the Order of the Rock, because there's a rock right there. Or the Order of the Stick right there. And everyone says, oh, yeah, the Order of the Stick. That's a good one. And they come out. But the thing is, like, um, Berlue's style is all stick figures. I mean, like, not, not just like, you know, like, really, not just like completely undetailed. But, they, they're, but, it's, uh, but it's a really, um, but it's detailed enough to give to give expression, expression, detail, and emotion to the characters. It's like as we see the as we see them on the page. It's like it's, I mean, like it's, I mean, it's like he's managed to create a lot, like a great great amount of drama. It's like through 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 this through through this style, and it also reminds me of like you know how how Scott um, Scott McCloud said in Understanding Comics. And sometimes you know that usually when the the, uh, the style is less detailed, the more the the uh, person is able to um, project themselves onto the characters they see on the page right there. That's very true right here. It's like it's like the, the style allows like for the great for the, for the direct communication of emotion to the reader, and it's like it works out and works out beautifully through, throughout the volumes released so far. The series, however, is not without its faults though. Mainly, the um, biggest problems lie in the the second um, um, print only um, release um, called Start of Darkness, which details the origins of Zykon. Red Cloak and the Creature in the dark, Darkness. Team Evil, as a matter of fact. Um, see, the thing is, is, like I've always been a fan of the uh, like the villain who struggles. You know, like, like we're talking like kind of like um, say Lucas or Lucas Dodge Caravaggio in Lock and Key, um, Darth Crate in um, Star Wars Legacy, um, even uh, Shira in, in it's like in Blade, Blade of the Immortal. It's like basically um, villains who just like you know they 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 go through like lots of hardships in order to it's like in order, like on the road, on the road to their to their villainy. Just, for, but the thing is with um with Zycon, the Lich, who is um basically the main antagonist of this series, um, Start of Darkness was a great job of breaking any kind of sympathy or empathy I had for him, like because he's basically um shown to be basically the kind of kind of character who has enough power to you know, plow through a lot of his a lot of his threats. I mean, a lot of the big obstacles on his way. And um, the, as well as the, the dominant relationship he has with Red Cloak, including what he does to his to his brother and and his family by extension, you know, it's like it it just it doesn't jar correctly with what we see later on in the series, where they've got this you know kind of like you know jokey, this kind of jokey relationship right there. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of creepy, and it's like, but not but not in a good way. To the point, it's basically the point where. Like, even though Blue notes that hey, you know, it's like this is like start of start of darkness is meant to be a dark, um, like you know, like like um, disturbing, um, like um, prequel where like you know, bad guy where the bad guys um, aren't punished for their for their deeds, which will make it all the more sweeter when they are in the main series. But at the same time, though, it's basically like I look at Zycon and now, and he's kind of like, like he's more frustrating than any time that he doesn't um, win. That, that he doesn't that he doesn't lose it adds to my frustration. He's kind of like the uh, like the Hammer Girls in Invincible Iron Man. Like whenever they show up, I just want to see like, like Tony Stark just punch them in the face when he's in a suit of armor. That's the kind of feeling that I get when I'm watching uh, when I when, when I see Zycon these, these days. And 
even though it's like uh, he's really was good enough to um like get a nice back and forth right there. Um, like there's, it's like it's it's still got that like base frustration right there. Also, if you're reading the series um online, it's like you know, it's like it's it um the update title can also be kind of kind of frustrating because like um I, I didn't the reason I got I wound up getting um the uh, the fourth book um through the Kickstarter that that Berlou ran because at the time I was kind of feeling eh you, you know it's like just reading like the stuff that came in this fourth volume. Which basically um, focused on the on the death of one of the characters and the uh, party being split up over um, for like um, well over a year, and it's like it was just like dri- like drip fed at such a slow rate that it was kind of like eh, you know like what when, when are we gonna get back to the main story of them finding the gates to um, control the snarl and um, it's like and it just it's like, it just it's, and even though there were, some, there were some great moments towards the end, it's like it read. Like, it didn't read uh, as well as it did when I reread it now because you can because like just having the entire story right there, it's like and I can just see oh this is how it was meant to be read all at once, and um that's let's see that's that's a whole lot better because like and the thing is though you still will want to read the series in print first if only to uh you know it's our online first in order to just like you know, prevent yourself from you know just being spoiled by Berlue's great great in depth commentaries I mean. Stuff he uh, he he has to say in the, in the books is like really insightful as far as his creative process goes, and it's kind of like you know I wish that all comic books had such great and insightful um, um, commentaries by their by their creators. So, but still, but you know it's like but um, even even then it's like even the stuff that hasn't been collected yet, there are still some great moments such as um, what has what such as what happens when um. When um, Elon comes face to face with what is probably one of the best um, riffs on Luke, I am your father. Um, bi- um, um, bits I've seen in pop in pop culture. It's it's a it's a, such a genius moment that you know, even though it's like it was so like you know I I was like you know waiting for like my uh wait, uh, you know it's like so you know so the prescription was still coming out on a regular basis. I was like oh. Wow, you know, it's like I, I just really can't doubt the fact that you know, like at some point, there's gonna be there, there will always be a moment in this series that will justify you know waiting through this you know like irregular um, delivery of the, of the strips themselves. So, and also like there's also a great moment um, I recently when um Blue was um um t- um um putting up the series after strips after um his Kickstarter, we find out that um Varsuvius is um. Turn to um, turn to the dark forces in order to um, achieve ultimate power had much dire lasting consequences than he initially thought. So it's like like um, Berlue is like he's great at this kind of setup that he's you know he's got he's got he's got a plan here and even though it's like frustrating to um, like you know follow it at the slow pace of the uh, series is is parceled out on online. I think it's it's ultimately going going to be worth it in the end. So. Like I said, it's high barrier to entry for people who are, um, you know, not familiar with um, the rules and regulations for D and D. But uh, I also think the um, the, re- the rewards are, are are worth it, and it's like it's it, and there's a reason it's still one of the um, few web comics that I still follow religiously even today. Even though I know that like, that Berlue is is still recuperating, I still keep checking the uh, I still keep checking the. What, his website just 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 to see like you know all right is this gonna be the day that he's that he's all better 
you know, it's like regardless of when he when he returns, I'm sure his return will be worth it, and I will cert and I will certainly be in enjoying it when it happens. What's your opinion, John? Well, yes, John. What is your opinion? Well, I didn't realize that you had ended the podcast because I was reading the order of the stick online. <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I, when you, you know, uh, when you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, the reason why I call it the word of the stick, I decided to look it up, and see, see what these, see what these figures look like. Um, wow, entertaining. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it stick figures. I mean, like, is it because they're people of a more of a surprising amount of drama? Consider considering their um their crude their crude artistic origin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you ha- you know you have a pretty good point, you know. Although I do believe that both can exist. However, you know, um, you know, for you know for a web comic, I mean, he's he's drawing it himself, right? It seems like that, and yeah. he's writing it himself. So I mean, you know, uh, most you know, if you're talking about like the professional world, yeah, you've got you know. Or non-web comics, maybe. Well, even some web comics are done kind of in that fashion, though. You know, with more than one author, or maybe one, more than one artist. Uh, I guess Penny Arcade comes to mind. I don't know who actually draws it, but I know both of them are behind that. Oh uh, yeah, it's like uh, G- Gabe. Gabe draws it. Tycho writes it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there is one person that draws that one. Um, yeah. There's lots of. Uh, you've did a. You've done a web comics one before, haven't you? Uh, I'm talking about uh, um, Girl Genius last last year, and that was um, that's, that's that's written by um, Phil. It's it's uh, um, written and drawn by Phil, Phil and Kaja Foglio, or written by Kaja and um, drawn by Phil. So yeah, that one and I and I checked out that one online too, and that one looked you know that one looks really awesome actually. And I asked some <laughs> colleagues at work about it, and they're like, oh yeah, well. The cool colleagues, <laughs> the, the ones that would say, "Oh yeah," not what's a web comic, that kind of a thing, you know. Exactly. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, so yeah, I look forward to uh, you know digging through this material, you know, reading these, you know. And the great thing about it yeah. is that I can sneak it in on a break at work. <laughs> exactly. It's a, and like I said, it's like I hope I, my best wishes toward. Towards Rich Blue for a, a speedy and well recovery from his from his scoring injury. Yes, yes, absolutely. And with that, uh, we'll wrap up this podcast. Um, you have any idea of what's coming next week? Oh yeah, we already talked about that. <laughs> yes, yes, because like uh, it's uh, let's just say that the um, the recent um, purchase of Lucasfilm by Disney um, has basically you know I was thinking well it's like it actually coincided with the fact that I re- received three Star Wars comics in the mail from, from Amazon today. So I will be I'm digging in. So like I was thinking about just you know making a podcast out of those in two weeks, but it, you know I think this makes it official since it also has I also have some stuff like you know want to address with you know the fact that hey you know this could be the beginning of the end for um, Star Wars as published by Dark Horse. Mm, yeah, we'll definitely want to get into that one next time. All right, and until then, we'll talk to you later. All right, night everyone. All right, bye.